In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Good day, it's Father Tom, and I'm glad to be with you today just telling you that God is in control and that the Lord loves you, loves you infinitely, and that he has plans for you. Oh, yes, plans for you. You say, well, I'm so old. Unless you're 107, he has plans for you. This radio broadcast, I don't think I'm talking to multitudes. I think I'm talking to you. You're good enough to be reached. You're good enough to be blessed. I don't see multitudes. I see one person that's listening, and the other people are just listening also. But you're the one person that I want you to listen because God has a plan for your life. Do you know that today, that God has a plan for your life? I'm reading John 13, verse 21. After saying this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and declared, Very truly, I tell you, one of you will betray me. Imagine, one of his very own, one that he chose, one that he prayed about. One of you will betray me. This was Judas Iscariot. So Jesus was troubled in spirit that one of his own was going to betray him. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he was speaking. One of his disciples, the one whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter therefore to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So while reclining next to Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. So when he had dipped the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. One of his very own betrays him. I never want to betray Jesus. He has been so good to me. He has saved me, not only in salvation, but so many other ways, I never want to betray Jesus. What about you? You're saying, I'm not walking in the Spirit. Don't betray Jesus. Jesus said to him, do quickly what you are going to do. Now no one at table knew why he had said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the common purse, Jesus was telling him, go buy what we need for the Passover festival, or that we should give something to the poor. So after receiving the piece of bread, he immediately went out. It was night. John talks about darkness and light, night and day. We work while it is in the day. Night comes when the evil one is in it and wants to take you, take you to himself. I think of these casinos now that have been uh, 
built up and how people go and run to these casinos in its night. You know, the casinos don't have any windows. They don't want you to see the light. They want you to be in the darkness. And so people go and lose their lives and lose their money, and some lose their houses. And this is real. This is real. Again, the casinos have no windows. It's darkness, only light from light bulbs. And we need to know that it is not good to gamble. I told you the story about years ago, I went to the hilltop to buy cards and scratch cards. I said, I'm going to get one. I'm having a hard day. And the Lord said, you get one of these, then you take care of yourself. You don't get one of these, I take care of you. I quickly went by the cards and didn't buy one. You see, it's a matter of life and death. Following Jesus is a matter of life and death. Do you want life? Then you follow Jesus. He gives you life. I was thinking today that the enemy of our soul has a 60-year plan. Remember the first time in the movies that a word was said. It was uh, said to Scarlett O'Hara, and Rhett Butler said, I don't give a darn, but he didn't say darn. That was the first time that a bad word was introduced. Now, years later, you cannot go to the movies. They're swearing, they're sexing, they're doing everything. But it all started at Rhett Butler saying, I don't give a darn, because the devil has a 60-year plan, and that plan is to discourage you and to make you know that things are going to be dark all your life. No, things aren't going to be dark all your life. Jesus has a plan for your life, and he says, Come to me, all of you who find life were burdensome, and I will refresh you. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble of heart. That's what Jesus says to us. You know, the yoke has two openings. We put our head in one, and Jesus puts his head in the other. Thanks be to God for Jesus Christ, who died, was buried, and rose from the dead. Thanks be to God that he has a plan for your life so that you would live a life that is joyful and peaceful and a life that spreads the gospel to people. Verse 31 of chapter 13. When he had gone out, Jesus said, that's Judas, now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. The glorification in John's gospel is the cross and resurrection. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. 
you will look for me, and as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment. This is a new commandment. That you love one another just as I have loved you. That's a new commandment. Not to love one another because you are loved. No, love one another as I have loved you, even unto death. Oh yes, that's a new commandment. New commandment. It tells us that we are to love each other unto death. We are not to pull down each other. It makes me sad when I hear people that are Catholic pulling down uh, people that are preaching the Word of God that are not Catholic. You also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. By what? By your love, by your life, by your life of love, people will know you are my disciples. If you have love for one another, oh yes, this love for one another comes from the cross, comes from the resurrection. We need love for one another. We need to care for one another, especially the people that are broken and needy and poor. Verse 36 of chapter 13, Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow me afterwards. Jesus is going to heaven, but then he comes back for 40 days after the resurrection, and then he goes back to heaven. Why can I not follow you now, Peter said? I will lay down my life for you. Oh, it's so easy to talk, isn't it? It's so easy to talk. I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. Oh, yes, it's easy to say, I love Jesus. But then you're with people, and they're saying, These Jesus freaks, they're something that I don't like, and we are one of the freaks. We just keep quiet. Rather than say, God has changed my life. He has given me the Holy Spirit. And I love God when I'm just doing nothing and I'm alone. But when we are faced with people that are against the Lord Jesus Christ, do we speak out? Do we tell them, I am loved by God. You are loved by God. Anthony is at Salem preaching the word of God, that God loves these people and that he has a plan for these people. Chapter 14, do not let your hearts be troubled. We have a say if we want our hearts to be troubled. Jesus said, do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Now I'm going to tell you, you don't say, well, I believe in God. Well, the devil does too. Trust in God. Trust in me. Surrender to God. Surrender to me. Oh, yes. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, what I have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. Do you know that the Lord went to heaven 
to prepare a place for you, a dwelling in heaven? Oh, yes, he has gone to heaven, and he's preparing places for us who are faithful, who trust him, who love him, and who love one another. Oh, yes, he's preparing a place for us. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself. Jesus Christ is coming again at the end of time, so that where I am, there you may also be. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to Jesus, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. There is no other way to the Father but through Jesus, who is the way to the Father. There is no other way to God but Jesus Christ. And you say, well, that's not fair. I don't know if it's fair or not. It's just true. It's true. It's got to be fair because God said it. Let's continue. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. To see Jesus is to see the Father. Why? He is the exact replica of the Father's glory. He is the exact replica of the Father's glory. Philip said to Jesus, Lord, show us the Father, and that, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Again, Jesus says, I am the replica of the Father. I have made of the same stuff as the Father. If you see me, you see the Father. Oh yes, how we need to know that Jesus prepares us to meet the Father. Our prayers are directed through Jesus to the Father. Now I'm going to tell you, the Father is as good as Jesus is as good. That's infinitely good. But what about all these things that he allows to happen? Persecution of saints. Jesus said, in this world you will have persecutions, but no, I have overcome the world. Oh, yes. If we are Christians, we're going to be persecuted. It's the popcorn stage of being persecuted now. They're throwing popcorn at us. But the people that are dying for Jesus in India, in Russia, in China, in Asia, these people are dying for Jesus. I pray for them almost every day. The persecuted Christians throughout the world 
who are dying for Jesus and who are living for Jesus. The words that I say to you I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Yes, Jesus only does what the Father is doing. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves, because of the miracles. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me. Believe me. If you don't believe me, believe the miracles. Truly, truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do. In fact, will do greater works than these, because I go to the Father. Jesus promises us that we're going to do the same works as him. We're going to heal the sick. We're going to cast out demons. We're going to speak in other languages. Jesus tells us we're going to do the same works as he has done, and greater still, because he goes to the Father. Oh, yes, I have not done anything greater still, but I have done the, some of the works of the Father. I was praying with the man from India who brought his brother. He was a priest that brought the brother who had prostate cancer, and I prayed with him, and he was completely healed. Jesus promised that we would do the same works as he does, and a man was healed. I remember praying with someone else who had a lot of children and who had prostate cancer. And you know what? After I prayed, the cancer was not there anymore. You will do the same works that I do and greater still because I am going to the Father so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask anything, I will do it. In my name, the name of Jesus to the Father, you ask anything, I will do it. I won't tell you. The prayers that are not answered are before the throne of God. They are alive. They are alive. You say, but he has not answered these prayers yet. Not yet. It's not the time. It's not the time. But it is going to happen in the name of Jesus by the power of the resurrection, by the power of the cross and resurrection. Let's continue. 14th chapter, 15th verse. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. If you love me, Jesus says, keep my commandments. What is the commandment? As I have loved you, you should love one another as I have loved you, even unto death. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. Oh yes, the first comforter is Jesus. The second comforter is the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, when the Spirit shows up, things happen. He will give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. That this comforter, the Holy Spirit, will abide with us forever. Even the Spirit of truth, he's the Spirit of Jesus. He leads us to the truth. Jesus said, I am the truth, whom the world cannot receive because it sees him not, it doesn't know him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. This has always uh, fascinated me, the 17th verse of uh, the 14th chapter of John. He is with you and he shall be in you.
how we need the Holy Spirit to do the works of God, how we need the Holy Spirit to do what Jesus told us to do, how we need the Holy Spirit not to give in to the world and worldliness, how we need the Holy Spirit. This is the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him because he abides with you. Listen to this. He abides with you, but he will also abide in you. He did not abide in the apostles at this time because Pentecost had not yet come. And at Pentecost, and when Jesus breathed in them the Holy Spirit, he abides in them now. He abides in us now. Not only does he abide with us, but in us. I will not leave you orphaned. I get very upset when people say, well, my father and mother are dead. I'm an orphan. I'm not an orphan. I belong to the Father. I belong to his Son. I belong to the Spirit. I belong to his body, the Christ, the body of Christ, the church. I'm not an orphan. You're not an orphan either. Jesus said, I will be with you always, even until the end of time. I will not leave you orphaned. I am coming to you. In a little while, the world no longer will see me, but you see me because I live you also may live. On that day, you will know that I am in the Father, and you in me, and I in you. They who have my commandments and keep them are those who love me, and those who love me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. I love you, Jesus. The Father knows me because I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you for the grace of loving Jesus. Thank you for the grace of loving Jesus. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now 
and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. O Jesus Christ, flood us with the Holy Spirit so that we can do the same works that you do and you did, and even greater works. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.